fucking cleaning. Like, really, honestly. I appreciate our skin tone right now. I always appreciate my skin tone. Looking, looking like we drink water once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do you drink water, Michael? Bro, I only drink water. You said you only drink water? Yeah, that's the Don't look like it to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all boys? We back at it again. <laughs> we lit live on local. We got our boys Michael and crew in the building. How y'all boys doing this week? Walk one. I don't know why I raised my hand up, but how are you guys doing? It's good to see you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What y'all saying? What you saying? We've been out of action for a couple of weeks, couple of days, so we back at it again. Uh, man, it's been a quite, it's been a long time since I've seen y'all boys. A lot of things have happened. A lot of things have transpired throughout this long that we haven't seen each other. But I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see y'all boys. Love you too, Uncle Justin. I said nothing about love. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from. Jesus, can I say it myself on my own free my free will? Do I have? Do you have to say it for me to say it? You want me to tell you? You want me to say I love you? You don't have to, Justin. I will. You don't have to. <laughs> you know what I found out recently? A lot of people what? say they love you, but they don't actually love you. But they love the <laughs> What? <laughs> is that a subliminal? <laughs> is that a subliminal? Is that a subliminal? Spell that. I don't know how to spell subliminal. But I know what it means, though. Justin? Reading is very funny. Nah, nigga. Oh. Nah, nigga. <laughs> I... I I notified it last last time we were in here about you know people graduating but specifically podcast we have a very important person that you know got a chance to walk across that stage get that or as I say a piece of paper of whoever that person may be you know who we are I'm just gonna say Michael Big Dog. Michael Big Dog, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. You've been mm. through the hard times, the struggles, the fire. You've been through it all, man. I'm glad to say I was happy to see you grab that uh, diploma. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Congratulations, my boy. Grateful, grateful. I appreciate it, guys. Honestly, I do appreciate it. I appreciate um the most high, the number one. Um, I appreciate my family and also everyone part of the journey as well. You know, it takes... They say it takes a village to raise a child, but when you go to college, it literally takes everyone that surrounds you. Yeah. How much little of a role they play, they still impact you. So, um, for those that influenced me one way or the other, positively and negatively as well, you know, because it also gave me the experience I had. Uh, grateful, 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 grateful. You, you um, welcome for both on my side. Both positive and negative. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know. 
people say I influenced you a whole lot, but I don't think I did. But that's what's <laughs> Anyways, Justin, Michael, you're a great man. I try my best. So, anyways, Michael, tell the people what your diploma is in your BA, your MA, whatever it is, your associate's degree, your bachelor's degree. What is it in, Mike? <laughs> oh, um, uh, it's a uh, bachelor's degree in information technology. Uh, it's in bachelor's in IT with uh, concentration in cybersecurity. So. You know your mind is in the tech world, isn't it? So we're here trying to uh, trying to prevent the invasion of tomorrow, as I said. But no, that is what I did study. So yeah, that's it. I love it. So what do you plan on doing with this degree in the future? Do I do with this degree? Yeah. I Man, it's a given. You get a job. What? Oh, sorry. Get jobs. Not with the age that we're in. The age that we're in, let's just get jobs. Let's just job. Okay, I'm going to ask this question more. more what career are you going to do with this degree, Michael? What career? I mean, my concentration speaks for itself. So, my concentration is cybersecurity. So, you gonna stop making noise with that opening and closing that bottle. Thank you. My constant, my concentration. Speak for itself. Uh, my concentration is cybersecurity, and so that means it doesn't mean that I'm limited to that aspect. But as career-wise, it goes into cybersecurity analyst, cybersecurity engineer. Um, but something that also um, sparks my interest is uh, digital forensics and cyber forensics as well. So that's some area that I do look to explore more and more. But in terms of like future career though, it's to just be like a, just to be stable and um, recognized enough to be a consulting company. Mm. Mm. Ambition. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, I'm very proud of you. You, you've had Thank your ups. You. You. You've had your downs. I've, I've seen you struggle multiple times in uh, obtaining this degree, whether it, whatever class it was that you were struggling in. Yes, sir. In English, science, whatever class it was, I've seen you through your ups and your downs, your trials and your tribulations. But it all coding. It all comes. To who? Coding. Who is coding? Cause I see him struggle with his coding classes like a bug. I didn't know it was like that. So we're just we just like we're just out in the breakfast today. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I'm just joking. No, honestly, <laughs> like anyone, everyone goes through struggles, and you know they make us who we are. Not to sound political, but sorry, I'ma just keep quiet. You could, you could ask, I treat it like this. Your struggles are your best life lessons slash life teachers in today's world because they help you become a better person. They're like your failure. Mm. Sometimes you have to fail to actually see where you're going to be at in life, if that makes sense. I don't know. Plot armor. That's how I, I perceive um, struggles. Struggles and things that you're gifted with is plot armor, in my opinion. 
This is things that eventually you gotta regardless, it comes with its perks, it comes with its obstacles, it comes with its things that you just gotta do. You gotta deal with. And some advice and some advice for you, Michael, as you recently graduated from a person that graduated what, four four months ago? Still like Ooh. a year. But uh, I graduated in December. And that's four months. Yeah, that's four months. So anyways, some advice I would give to you if you probably already haven't heard. I know you probably have, but uh don't get too like down in the dumps if you can't really land your first job in your first couple of months or years getting a getting a career in your degree or a job in your degree per se. Because sometimes, especially in today's society, it takes a whole lot of time and energy for somebody to actually step into their <coughs> excuse me to step into their um their major when it comes to their job because and also um, stop right and also don't be afraid to actually go out of your major frame try to experience new things too at the same time because you never know where those things can also lead you as well i mean um you taking it all in are you tired of celebrating what's wrong you tired of celebrating um I don't know, guys, because I, I think at this point it's just me, because literally on my graduation, everyone was literally more excited than I am. And honestly, it's not that I was not excited, but do not get me wrong, I was happy to be done. But it wasn't, maybe it's just me in general, I'm not, not a person for festivities. Trust me, I understand the film. Yeah, I... so it was like, sorry, it was like everybody was like, uh, like it got to a point like that few days, few days before the ceremony, my mom was like, and my dad were like, Michael, are you sure you're graduating? Like, are you sure that you get you're you're gonna be walking across that stage on this day? And I was like, first of all, it's just too late to be asking that. And second of all, and second of all, um, it's just like I didn't even get my suit until like the day before. That's how. That's how it was so uneventful not the day but like the preparation and the thing for me it was it was like oh oh we're gonna do this oh we're gonna do that and i appreciate that everything was in order and there was a protocol to everything so it was pretty straightforward but literally the whole ceremony i mean no yeah part of it is because i'm african as well but like relatives were milking it like they were excited than i am i was just happy to be done I mean, the classes were worse for some people, so I am grateful that they weren't all bad for me. But I was just ready to be done, bro. I was just, I mean, I didn't even, honestly, I, I didn't even go to school for the diploma. At this point, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced I went for the experience. Um, like... The diploma was, like, looking at it now, like, weighing both of them between my diploma and experience, like, experience weighed more than diploma. If you guys understand what I'm saying. I understand like, what you're saying. Like, like, my field isn't a, a type of place that you must get a diploma. Like, there are a lot of certifications out there that can get you well-paid jobs. So, knowing that, it just, I was just like, okay, 
I am happy that I went through these experiences because these weighed more than the piece of paper that's going to be sent to me and put me some sort of category, which I am grateful for. I am happy and I did want to go to college. Please listen, I get that wrong. But it, my experiences just seem to have weighed more. And I think that a lot of people do have that experience in mind when they tend to go to college. It just depends on which one you have. But yeah, I mean, whoever's in school now, if it's something, but whoever is um, in school now, we're just going into college, you have decided to go to college. That decision is done by you. And if it's not done by you, you can still do it, if you know what I'm saying. But no, um, it is going to be challenging. There are going to be ups and downs. As Justin has said, I, I apologize to reiterate, but as Justin has said, there are going to be ups and downs. But it takes determination it takes um focus it takes um control restrictions and you know you know if you believe in god it takes the the uh the um the grace of god to go through such an experience but yeah that's mine that'd be my two cents i understand what you're saying that's why that's why when I was not to make it person, but I'm a make it person anyways. Like when I graduated, I wasn't really, <clears throat> I was happy about it, but I really wasn't happy about it because I was like, well, number one, I already had my diploma when I was at my graduation ceremony anyways. I was just there just to walk across the stage and get some pictures. But at the same time, I'm like, um, I get more, <clears throat> the diploma, that's why when I tell people, or I tell you to, that it's just really a piece of paper because it's not what the diploma is, it's what you did to get the diploma. You can do a whole lot of things in outside of college and not get a diploma and get the whole, you know, feel of what it feels like to get to be in that type of field or major besides going into college or for your institution, spending X amount of dollars on a piece of paper that you don't get in four years. That's just my take on it. That's my opinion. I think that 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 X amount of dollars isn't. It doesn't just end with a piece of paper. Like I look at it every day, and I look at how population is sectionalized and categorized. Like you're also buying a sort of position in the society. If you know what I mean. Like I know this is like I know like this is our parents' mentality and African mentality and you know black mentality and but. If we look at this, but this is something we should actually really talk about. Going, we should make it a topic. Um, but uh, uh, going to college for different reasons. Um, <clears> you know, someone, someone note that down. But um, it's sorry, go ahead. It actually Loki. It weighs into the idea and the notion of um, the fact that uh, people who go to school and uh, get through it and graduate there's there's an idea that their standards of living and the things they do are quite similar when it comes to their financial outcomes and how they live their lives like that has a lot to do with your standard of living your experience and how you got to where you get to creates a lot of perception in how you um go around even like buying certain brands your perception of is this brand worth it? Is this brand not worth it? Should I just go to Dollar Tree for my detergent? You know what I'm saying? 
family dollar dollar general for my detergent and et cetera and et cetera because the the scaling to your horizon is shifted based off of not only your experience from college because let's face it a lot of us meet so many people to the point where it's just like you got people telling you oh this is good 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 because you don't met so many people in college mm -hmm. some people don't get that experience some people just know what they know straight up out of high school and that's just how they even maintenance themselves yeah mm -hmm. just to read blues words like it it mentality changes so i could say that you're buying that mentality as well um you're buying some sort of status or place in some sort of class or subcategory or something like that you know and because don't get it wrong um bachelors associate they make a difference they don't make all the difference but they make a difference mm -hmm. I understand, but I just—I just feel like the experience you, because actually, like when I was uh, being interviewed for the newsroom position, he was—he uh, was looking at my uh, my resume, and basically, I just had a whole bunch of stuff I did in college, like editing, photography, videography, and stuff like that, and I was—that's why I say <clears throat> the experience you have in college, you can. It's great that you can do it in college, but it's also better that you can also take it out into the real world and actually do it inside the real world um, and stuff like that. I lost my train of thought. I lost where I was going with that. But anyways, we're here now. Like I said, Michael, I'm proud of you, man. Um, sure it, all, it was like two other of my friends that graduated uh, either a day before you or a day after you. I wish yeah, both of y'all. I'm sure the most significant one, right? I wish both of y'all much love. Uh huh. That's, <laughs> That's my last straw, guys. That's why your camera went out. I wish both of y'all <laughs> much love and much success. Uh, your camera did go out. I just feel like to me, there's really, when it comes to a specific degree, there's really nothing in Georgia. Our oh, no, I'm, I'm past that. I'm past that. I was, I was on the one before. What? Huh? How I'm not your your most significant graduate of the year, but it's okay. It's okay. We move on. I'm grown man. We just gonna act like he didn't even attention about how yeah. much he congratulating you, and then he bring up somebody for two minutes. I don't you know. This. You know, I'm just. You don't have to lie to me. It's okay. That's funny, man. I don't have to. I don't have to. Michael, this is the. <laughs> I don't have to tell you and that. You take it seriously. I don't have to tell. <laughs> I don't have to tell you that. I I believe in you. You my number one. You know, person. You really my number two. If you if you want to go down that route, because you're number one. You did it again. <laughs> you about to you, shut. We've talked about this. At this point, you can stop talking. It's okay. We can move on. We can move on. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you already know what it is with that. <laughs> I don't, Michael, you know, it always get Michael in his feelings, man. I don't know why you do that, Justin. <laughs> he bought it on him. He bought it on himself. <laughs> I didn't do anything. 
Just your legs, man. Honestly, what I was doing, man. You well, then start pulling my legs and you won't get kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better call me, sir. I love it. The elderly. I love it. I love it. But anyways, oh, boo, I'm going to pass it to you tonight for this topic that you bought up. So go ahead, give us your little spell about how you feel about your standard of living and how it is in general. So I was thinking about it in a sense of, um, so for almost 10 years, people believe that if you make around 78 to 70,000, your standard of living is no different of a millionaire in terms of your overall happiness. But in today's economy, in today's society, it's not like that. That is not a true, that's not a true figure when it comes to making money. In today's society, the only way for you to have a secure, secure standard of living is over a hundred K, basically a hundred K, six figures, <clears throat> six figures after taxes for you to be completely comfortable and do anything that's the equivalent of those who are extremely wealthy. So I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how unpractical that is based off of how American society is shifted and how uh, essentially, we gotta we gotta all hustle. For you to get to that point, you have to hustle. And I was thinking about how today's standard of living is different from that of a millennial. It's different from that of a baby boomer. <clears throat> and I wanted to ask you guys about what you guys think about it and how you perceive it based on around you and etc. Like, what do you guys think that you could you took? financially from your parents experience or your aunt or your uncle's experience that made you realize that our reality is going to be a bit different from theirs what i've took from my parents uh <clears throat> on the financial side of it is uh number one don't give your money to everybody number two uh find people who uh necessarily have money because uh, my daddy said, if you hang around broke people, <laughs> you're going to be broke with them. <laughs> but, um... I don't think that's we, true, though, but we move on. It was, it was just a joke, dog. Um, but I mean, it was... It was more so, uh... Invest in something that's, that will increase in profit over a long time. Um... Like for instance, in Jay Z song, uh, what is it? The story of OJ. He said he bought a uh, he bought a, a painting, painting. <clears throat> and it cost X amount of dollars. And as it continued to grow through generations to generations, it it went up in value. So just buy assets that will uh, appreciate and not depreciate. Um, that's pretty much that's it from like. That sounds real rich coming from from Jay Z, but I get your premise. Somebody got a dream like Jay Z, <laughs> for sure, but, uh, for sure. And from our generation to the generation of our parents, you have to understand that uh, their standard of living was actually—I'm not going to say better—in our generation because. Every time you go to a store and you see an old head and they see a, like a piece of candy that's like this big or this thick and it's about a 
let's just say 35 cents, they'd be like, man, in my time, I think it was a quarter. I think it was a penny. I think it was a dime. Like, the economy has, like, been in turmoil for, like, I don't know how long. And that's why the way it is because of how we as the, we as the people in the United States have, like, really tarnished the money that's been distributed throughout society. And the Federal Reserve. They they have been <clears throat> so the Federal Reserve is in a dilemma right now. So essentially, they have to pick between: do we deal with inflation, or do we find a way around um, <clears throat> inflation and taxes and certain things related to interest rates and all types of things? Do we do we manipulating that and let the market work itself out? Or do we produce more money? And yeah, it'll eventually be an issue, but shoot. At least the people who are um, dealing with it or benefiting from it now aren't going to have to deal with the consequences of it till later. So, but I understand what you're saying. And that is definitely a thing going on right now. Um, Michael, what do you think? about If you need me. Relating to the idea of finances and your family around you, um, <clears throat> their perception of it and what you took from it, essentially. I mean, <laughs> and when I say and when I say finances, I'm talking about the implications to their standard of living and the things that you recognize that hmm, I might end up having to do something like this, or I might end up having to do this, or you know. I mean, you know what's ironic? I don't even. It's. I think it's very interesting that the time that there was not a, a lot of value in money is the time that there was controlled spending, and now that there's a lot of value in money is where there aren't controlled spending. I think that's the difference between both generations. I think our parents' generation, I mean, it, it, it's it's very, very, it varies a lot. Like, my parents are Nigerian. I mean, Nigerian, too. But, um, and they weren't born here, they weren't raised here. Um, but when they grow up, they learned to understand the value of what they have. And they learned to live within their means. One thing that I find that this generation lacks is the contentment and the will to live within our means. Living within your means does not mean you don't doesn't mean you don't aspire to be better or to get to the better stage. That's not what living living within your means means that you understand your finance and you also have the ability to aspire. Like in those days, they didn't need financial advisors because they had responsibilities, like, down to um, extended and extended family. And, you know, I'm not speaking of standard of living in terms of housing food because I don't want to compare it to here. It's pretty different. So I can only speak of what I know about. So the responsibilities, you know, trickled down to family friends and everything and everything and everything and everything so 
they understood the impact like this generation we fend for ourselves you know as as long as we're okay and whatever family we're at the start is fine he kind of stops i'm not saying there's anything wrong but there's no that pressure of taking care of everyone else in this generation mm -hmm. so yeah that's why that's why i think it comes down to so I think there's a lot of management in those days where there was, it's ironic that there's less value money and then this day that is more value money, there's no, a lot of management included. Okay. I understand. I get you. Um, <clears throat> I, I think from my personal experience, uh, I've come to recognize that, um, I personally don't think in American society today, there's as much of a value in general education. I, I actually don't feel like education isn't as valuable as it used to. I don't think money is as valuable as it used to, used to be in terms of the fact that there's such a disparage between those who are rich and just to be honest with you, rich person. Your average person with like a degree, like I feel like the the tax bracket between them and those who are rich, it, it doesn't make sense. And I also think that <clears throat> the way um, America has been shifted in and an idea that, like you said, where people used to understand the responsibility of living within their means. I think some of that came from the fact that. Um, Growing up, we had a government that wasn't as gung-ho to give out money. You know what I'm saying? We, we didn't have a government who was just giving stimulus check after stimulus check after stimulus check. <clears throat> and I think, unfortunately, because those ahead of us have had to, had to do all that or got all that and created all that in terms of reality, we struggle because of that. I think that our generation is being affected by the last generation struggles and the things that they are going through. I think our generation is very, 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 very understanding of what our means are, but I think there's nothing wrong with trying to aspire to be more. But it's hard to do that when, when realistically speaking, 10 years ago, 1200 a month is a, a mortgage and all your bills paid except for a couple things. Maybe maybe a couple utilities might cost a little more than a you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like a, a thousand four hundred a month. But that's all that costs to live in a nice house and and to pay for that on a monthly scale. You'll never find that in Georgia anymore. You'll never find that in in anywhere. Anywhere, to be honest with you. I mean, if you think about it. I don't even think this, this is just another side topic. If you think about it, uh, the way we are or our generation is now is we are, I don't want to say we're sporadic, but we, we want like money quick and fast at the same time too. Whereas, you know, <clears throat> my parents' generation, they they were solidified with, a, with the one job already or maybe two jobs where as our generation, we try to, you do like a maybe a part-time job, but then we have like extra hobbies and we try to make those hobbies our side hustles and turn those side hustles into actual like career. Like 
let me see if I can give a good example. Like for me, like, and I'm not going to use me as an example. Like, okay, so you let's say you have somebody who who works a regular nine to five, and then you she her hobby is or that person's hobby is she does hair and nails on the side. Now, if you take that and you look and you weigh the pros and cons versus the nine to five work versus owning your own business, one is going to have to drop and it's probably going to be that nine to five. And that's why we see a whole bunch of uh, people out there, well, companies out there looking for, you know, actual people to work. And that's why we are in the times we are in now. That's another thing. Do you think it's rational, like in a general scale, knowing what we know now and being in the age that we're in now, do you think it's rational for somebody to be working a nine to five with the equivalence of 40 hours a week being the standard for their work week? Do you think that's rational? I'm going to say yes and no, because working a nine to five, it, it actually helps you become a better business woman and businessman than you just actually going out there and doing it on your own for starters. Because when you work that nine to five, you get to learn the ins and out. Or if you want to go that far, you get to learn the ins and out of how to actually operate your own business, what it takes to uh, bring in income, what it takes to, you know, actually bring in other people and how to despair. <clears throat> the monies that come in that uh company so i would it's like a it's like a, a nine to five is like a basically a stepping stone into mm -hmm. something that you major want something you majorly want to do as it when as it pertains to you owning your own business mm -hmm. michael what do you think he never had a nine to five so he wouldn't know I mean, you can you can definitely speculate on the idea, on the notion. You're honest. You're you're literally funny lately. I know it didn't come out as a joke, but it was a joke. All right, continue. Go on, the dog. That's what I was saying. Like I said, I'm here to tell you down. Well, go ahead. You keep saying that, I will take you for real. Um, I think. The way that people make money these days, bro, it just, it's just, it tears down structure, and there's nothing wrong with that. That literally breaks bondages. It breaks bondage. Like, a lot of bondage that people have the idea of having to do this to be successful, it literally breaks that bondage. It tears down structure. So I can't tell you, because, bro, you can take a three weeks course on how to run a business and you wouldn't have to work a nine to five if you understand what I'm saying. So it's like there's so many opportunities to learn without having to do the known structure of that thing. The same way we talk about having to go here to four years of college, some people combine that four years into a month. Some do two months, some do three months, compared to the four years. But like we said, um, majority of it's, it's about experience for us. So it, it's the same idea. Like, I can't tell you that you must work a nine-to-five job to be a business owner. I can't tell you that being a business owner means you're going to be rich like that. 
like it's 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 so many like everyone's path is different but what i can tell you is that there's an opportunity to make your path come to reality wisdom oh wisdom there's an opportunity to make your path come to reality (laughs) that was good that was that was lovely we'll put it as the title write that down the dog Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. If you could remember what you said, I remember. <laughs> what did you say? You need to make your path come to reality. The opportunity to make your path a reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a long. That's interesting. That is interesting. So, do you guys? Realistically speaking, that we're in an advantage versus we're in an advantageous position versus the past generation when it comes down to building a better, um, a higher standing standard of living for ourselves. And when I say past generation, I'm referring to millennials. Can you say that again? Do you believe that we are in a better position to build a better standard of living for ourselves versus past generations, specifically millennials? Like, bruh, the the, the economy not making it easy. Like, bruh, like, we're just talking about this this day, and, and I know that's what sparked this topic as the podcast, but... Like, what you'd have to do to survive the middle class is actually immaculate. Like, it's eye-glaring. It's mind-blowing. And this generation... I, I, this generation just need to be informed. That's what I'll say. But I feel like the economy is already doing... A, the, econo- the economy is already doing... A good job in forcing us to be informed. Like every average adult slash early adult, you know, have a car and look at gas prices. So that's gonna force you to be responsible so somehow, some way. And you know, other ways that the economy forces us to be responsible as well. Mm. Okay. Justin, what do you think? I think I don't. I I kind of feel like we're kind of both this generation and the millennial generation. They're kind of sort of in the same boat because we're kind of we like. I feel like we're like equal with each other right now, even though there's more uh, a broader way for you to get money and have a better standard of living. But at the same time, back in the days with everybody else, because. Our generation, my generation, the millennial generation, we're we not even that far apart. We're probably what three, five years apart, give or take. Yeah, yeah. And within and within that like three to five year time span, nothing has really changed. So that's why I say we're kind of equal. But there's <clears throat> there's more opportunities out there for us, and we try our best to take advantage of it, and we try to bring our friends along and our family along but at the same time 
so did the next generation. But when they started to butt heads, everybody fleed away. And so that's the same thing like it is in today. If we surround ourselves with a group of people with the same idea, but you already have this one person already backing out, two other people button heads. They and they go away and they try to build their own thing. It's I just feel like it's just gonna be a whole cycle where everything mm -hmm. is just equal, but at the same time there's gonna be more ways to earn income and money and have a better standard of living than what it was five or three years later or earlier. So that's just my take on it. Mm. Okay. I like it. I like it. I think that I definitely think that you're right relating to the idea that millennials and us are going through the same thing. I think that because of the fact of <clears throat> just education being exploited uh, at a level to where it's like, why are we paying this much to be educated? I definitely think that <clears throat> we're going to be in the same boat as millennials for, for a minute. But I also believe that because our generation is exposed to so much and there's uh, a difference in what's out there in terms of um, career choices and, and life choices in the sense that, honestly, a lot of people don't even really, quote unquote, have careers, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, quote unquote, just a bunch of things for larger corporations that, yeah, like, for example, affiliate marketing and and and, uh, and uh, wholesaling and drop sharing or shipping or whatever you want to call that. Um, <clears throat> I think because we have all these avenues that exist, I think that's what kind of sets us apart from millennials. Um, there's not a preset infrastructure on how to copy, paste, get a career. You can go the traditional route where it's you can go and be a dentist. You can go and be a, a nurse. You can go and be a doctor. You can go and be not even just that, but you go to trade school and be an electrician and and, and uh, live live above and beyond your means. So I think that because we have that luxury to do that, <clears throat> people like me who um, have goals beyond themselves, it's easier for us to recognize and push and dream beyond the extent of, oh, yeah, I'm just going to work every day for the next 15 years at a place that I don't really want to be at, you know? So I, I definitely do agree with that on that notion. Um, I do think that uh, living based off of what I've heard from, like, things that I've seen online, I do think that it's interesting that the U.S. standard of living and the way things are is different from other Western nations, other Western civilizations, and things of that nature. And I say that to say and lead lead on to the idea and asking you guys: <clears throat> Do you guys would you guys ever consider leaving the U.S. in search of career and opportunity? I mean, like my job is already asking me if I'm frequent, if I'm if I'm um if I'm uh, uh, opposed uh, to changing location within the state, within the state. So I can't imagine on a bigger level where I'm 
going to have to be internationalized. So from my field, I think it's only, it's only um, what's that word? Imminent. Sure, let's go with it. Run with it. Yeah. Run it. Do you mean inevitable? Thank you. Justin just said go with it. Inevitable. <laughs> inevitable. Inevitable. I think imminent. It's a synonym. Well. Eminent. Yeah. Imminent is a is is. You can say that, but yeah, I think inevitable probably suits more what you were trying to say. Yup. Go ahead. I found a word of the day, you guys. You're doing great. I wouldn't I wouldn't really mind going out of the country hell I wouldn't even mind going out of the state Um, Mm. because with my with my major and my degree (coughs) excuse me and the things that I really want to do it can um, involve me going to different cities different states different you know uh, places in the world that I wouldn't mind going to and traveling. Um, so I wouldn't mind like dropping everything I have here and leaving and going someplace else. And plus, I just like to learn new cultures about things and people. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing all that. Yeah, that's guys, pretty cool. Watch, watch out! Watch out! A vlog of us touring the United States and the world. It's gonna be. Immaculate. Eventually, we'll get to it. We'll get down to it eventually. And to rewind for just a quick second, I feel like uh, the millennials and the Gen Z, I feel like they are setting up uh, the kids who are now 10 years old for a better, you know, economic and economic position that they're in. You think Generation so? Alpha. Yeah. Because yeah. we are basically, the millennials and the Gen Z, they are basically putting infrastructures together and in place to whereas the generations who are now five or maybe ten. Okay. <coughs> yeah. The groundwork, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're basically putting the groundwork together for them and when they actually get to the age that we are, It'll already be, it'll be more easier for like, them to uh, actually get into it. Like job opportunities during your years is gonna be gonna... insane. Oh insane. God. Okay, look at the milestones that the Gen Z and the millennials are breaking into right now. And brah, we're trendsetters, bro. Trendsetters. We try our best. Yeah, I don't mean, <laughs> everything. But we're, we're trendsetters. Uh, although I think there's going to be a lot of obstacles in the initial years for us, I think as time progresses and as humanity develops and as people develop and as we grow older, <clears throat> a lot of the things that are a problem right now, they won't be as much as a problem in the future. And I think the fact that the direct effects from the things going on in the world are really the real reason why the economy is what it is right now in terms of inflation, I think things will definitely get better. But, you know, the the old saying when it comes to um, it, sometimes it has to get worse for it to get better. So <laughs> prepare your guys, prepare yourself for the storm, y'all. Rick Ross said sometimes we have to destroy before we can elevate. Mm. I would not quote that nigga, but I love it. 
That was a good quote. <laughs> I love it, but I would not quote him. I would, I love it. That was, uh, what song was that? What's that? Anyways, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Let me see. That's all you, while I pull it up. Yeah, I man, I think honestly, honestly, I think that's about it relating to it. Um, I don't want to drag on too long about, um, the things that we've already covered relating to it. Ultimately, um, there was, there is going to be a, we're at a point in reality where you are going to have to push harder to be what you want to be in this life. That's, that's essentially just all it is. We're at a point where the initial investment is going to have to be more if you want to get to a point in your life where you're at the top or you get to a point where getting to the top is possible. Um, I don't know if you guys agree with that notion, but I agree with that. I think that that's just what... Um, and I think that a lot of people in our generation are up for the task. I can second the motion. And sad note, the uh, quote app, the quote from Rick Ross, sometimes you have to destroy before you elevate, was from Apple of My Eye. Eh, Adorable. <laughs> Look at Rick Ross being a romantic. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Y'all boys ready? Go ahead, man. Y'all boys Go ready? Go ahead, man. What we playing, man? Y'all boys playing? ready? What we Come playing? On, Michael, you ready? Come on, bro. Michael, you ready? Oh, man. All right. Come we back on, at it again. Bro. We back at it again. We back at it again. If you, if you okay. missed the first episode, uh, I mean, not the first episode. If you missed our last episode, we did uh, the game oh. called... Hard. Urban trivia, you know, plug urban trivia. Get off Amazon, nineteen ninety nine. It's a fun little game. Hey, hey. <laughs> they need a sponsor for so me to give that information. Okay. I'm building a sponsorship right now, man. Leave me be. Okay. <laughs> Are you already? Let me, uh, I was let me be great. <laughs> People like you about to destroy the sponsorship. So, <laughs> anyways, uh. I couldn't even remember who won the last game, so this is just going to... The first me, one we did, I did. Me, you, okay. no, you're a fucking okay. loser. No, me. The first one we did wow. was a warm... The first one we did was a warm-up. Mind you, now both Abu and Michael, they are not... Uh, they were not born in the United States of America. Thank you for clarifying. I was born in the United States of America. Okay. I just Abu, wasn't raised like it. Okay, Abu was born in the United States of America. He just wasn't raised. Michael was born in Nigeria. So these questions will be... I wasn't hard. raised... <laughs> Whatever I said, you know what I said. <laughs> anyways, anyways, these questions will be very hard for both of these two people because they. Wow, you must have picked the hard ones, huh? We ain't pop culture fanatics. Let's yeah, just be real. Not. <laughs> Anything so after 2010? Oh, sorry, sorry. Anything before 2015? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Like, seriously, after 2010. Sorry, anything before 2015, boy, you're going to have to pick my brain on that one. So, I had to go through the deck and shuffle his cards and actually try to find some things that they would know. But as time progresses, we will will, uh, hit these not even tough questions, but the questions that they probably wouldn't know. So, I just advise y'all to watch some Martin, some, uh, and some other shows that come on BET and other, <laughs> y'all. BET? Wow. Y'all got cable? Anyways. 
We got, I'm going to make it eight. I'm going to make it an even eight real quick. So we got eight cards. Uh, it's a Boo versus Michael. Urban trivia once again. Uh, Michael, hey, we need hey. to get a buzzer. Both of us need to get a buzzer so that when Justin asks the question, we just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On, some, on some family theater type shit. They already know that one. So, like, once again, it's called Urban Trivia. I'll buy it off Amazon. It's only nineteen ninety nine, And you can also follow them on TikTok. It's called Urban Trivia. The game, they are quite mad funny. Shout out to them. They're providing us with something great. I'm not Somebody gonna say anything it. before I ruin another. I ruin another. That's my sister. So that's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You just keep quiet. Justin is. He's in. The, he's looking for them. He's looking for the horns. Cause I don't know none of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know them. Okay, y'all should know that one. All right, so eight cards. Michael versus Abu. Ah. Here we go. Alright, y'all boys. Y'all boys ready? Yeah. I hope y'all get some of these right. Alright, so y'all should know this one. On the show Insecure, who did Issa cheat on Lawrence with? Come on now, you accessed that one already. You've asked this one. Access already. I know this what one. Oh, y'all know this one? I know this one. Alright, what the word out? Come on now, it's Daniel, man. Throw it out, bro. Come on, Michael, man. Michael the Asian dude. Wait, say that again. Wait, what? Who? Ask the question again, please. Before I'm tripping. Cheated on Lawrence. No, cause. Oh yeah, come on now, that's Daniel, man. Yeah. Chocolate, man. Michael said that he should do. Okay. He should do. Okay. Okay, we're back to seven then. According to Tommy on the show Martin, what does GTD stand for? I have no idea. I have no idea. When I seen Martin, I was not watching that for context. <laughs> GTD. I, I uh, thought there were. I thought these were multiple choice questions. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Thank you. I, I'm not even. I forgot that y'all wouldn't know this. So I was. Go ahead, finish. Martin was like a a compilation for me. You know that, right? Like I I don't wa I didn't watch Martin in context. <laughs> what what is Martin? So, no. <laughs> no. They about to flame y'all. Okay, so according to Tommy on the show, according to Tommy on the show, Martin, what does GTD stand for? Is it A, got the digits? B, going to date? C. Going the distance are deep. Got the draws. Hey. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I think it's got the digits. D. D. Let's say got the draws. You said D, Michael. Yeah. Michael, you got it. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised. I just looked. I looked for the most absurd thing out of it, and that was it. And, uh, Thinking it was a comedy show. I'm gonna put a clip on it and say, "Got the draws," because that's what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds funny. R.I.P. Tommy, because he actually passed in 2016. One of the days I get Big right man, here. Martin, man. Okay, rest in peace, old man. 
black people call this disease the sugar is it a sickle cell b diabetes c hypertension or d lupus bro why are all those answers funny <laughs> i don't think they're funny my answer is diabetes. Uh, i think it's diabetes diabetes yeah that's right so we yeah are, that's don't if we don't add the one where abu got the second one right it'll be 2-1, but it's really 2-2. Two, two. But we're going to go with 2-1 for Michael's sake of it. No, you did Michael. not give him an ego dub. <laughs> you did not give him an ego dub. It's not no ego you did dub. not it's do called, that. It's called legality, nigga. That's, Excuse that's me? That's what happened. Excuse I'm, me? I'm leading fair and square. This is Tom Coonery right now. <laughs> this is my diss team. What's your popular rap artist's real name is Nevadius Wilburn? <gasps> A Young Thug, B Future, C Six Black, or D Gucci Man? Um, I think it's Gucci Man. Michael? Nah, yeah, it's Gucci Man. I think six it's Gucci Black. Man. Whoever you said, the C. Both of y'all got it wrong. It is future. It's Young Thug. Oh, it's future. future. His name is Nevadius. N a y v a d i u s Wilburn. Change it to future now. No wonder he's a menace. Nevadius. So the score is now two, one. Imagine, you think there's somebody in this world calling him Nevadius? That- his baby mamas, all his nine million baby mamas calling him the babies. What do you think they call him in the future? It don't matter. Um, <laughs> next question. In what year did Marvel debut the Black Panther character? Is it A, 1966, oh, B, 2018, <laughs> C, 1993, or D, 1974? In, in general, like, Debuted the hero or the movies? The character. Uh, you said 19... 1966, 2018, 1993, and 1974. Oh, uh, uh, i say 74. i say he not young, but he not old. Old. 1993. There was no 1993. <laughs> Who's it? I, I said D, though. Are you sticking on 1993, Michael? You want to go to another option? Oh, you give me another option? I'm actually staring you right now, and I don't know why. 1970, I take. You did not take my answer. Justin, are we both wrong? We both y'all are wrong. It is 1966. 1966. Stanley, you was thinking about this man right now. The four ones, Michael. You have three. Abu, you got two. You really there should have. Go. You really should have three because of the insecure uh, answer that Michael didn't answer. But it's okay. So it really should be three, three. But we move on. I didn't, I didn't even. You know why on, I didn't answer it? Because the question the, was right. You got it wrong. On three, the three. Movie Spider-Man. Next, no, 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 no. Justin, hold on. Don't read the question yet. Let's settle this. The score is three, three as of right now. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. You said so, Asian boy. You got up. it wrong. So continue. Continue. So. Continue. 
you really did get that one wrong. Game seven. This is game seven. If you oh, if you oh, miss, oh, you oh, lose. On the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which iconic shoe is Miles Morales known for wearing? <clears throat> A. Air Jordan's Concord 11s, Air Jordan Chicago 1s, Air Jordan Fire Red 3s, or Spidey shoes? They shouldn't have asked. They should, that's too specific. God damn. And I watched that I don't shit. even know what type of Jordans they are. Oh, I don't even know what the Jordans <laughs> look like. Michael, you got that one wrong, but you can always guess. And Justin, who? What person? From in the Spider-Verse? Oh, Miles Morales. Come on. Oh, come on now. Which, what was... He said once. He said once. He said Concord. Concord, Concord 11, Chicago 1's, Fire Red 3's, our Spidey shoes. Concord 11's? Um, no, hell no. Chicago. Fire! You said fire! Chicago ones, yeah, yeah. That's both y'all answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wore it once. Both y'all got it right, so it's four four. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You, you know what? You shouldn't have even said the answer. You shouldn't even said the answer choices because I would have got that right. Oh, are you serious? I would have got that around? right. I'm but not I like all the got that right. But I answered the question first. Just to go this next. Is the, this is okay. the person that asked for the options again, and he would have got them without the. You see, money because money because no, money. no, 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 no. This because is, I knew they were ones. I don't know that, what the fuck should come. This, this is that Gambian sense, that Gambian manipulation. This is yeah, what they're doing. Shut up! Shut up! Just go shut up! Y'all ready for this tie tiebreaker? Yes. I doubt y'all get this one, but. On the show Fresh Prince, what was the name of Uncle Phil's pool stick? Is it A. Lucille, B. Bertha, C. Lucy, or D. Agatha? D. Michael? C. No. It is A. Lucille. Oh! I. Th- oh! Go again, Justin. <laughs> We gonna find a winner. We not. We gonna find a winner. <laughs> we gonna find a winner. I'm gonna beat this nigga. I'm gonna beat this nigga. Can we do? Can we, next time? Can we get a, a a deck of cards with sports sports team? I bet bruh. I work like the last then. Bro, hurry up, bro. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Lonnie Johnson, a black inventor, invented which classic childhood toy? Is it A, the Super Soaker, B, the Nerf Gun, C, Etch-a-Sketch, or D, Hot Wheels? Whatever the fuck Etch-a-Sketch is, that's what it is. He invented that. Michael? Are you looking this up, bro? C. No. No. Okay. No. It's a super soaker. Why are you making guns? Fine. This is the we tied. We we tied, bro. This is the last one, and I will not put this yeah, on nowhere. Yeah, because I gotta go. And what year did the first Air Jordan shoe release? Bruh. Huh? What did you say? Uh, go, and and give what year did the first Air Jordan shoe release? Oh my God! I'm not go even. Ahead. 
Next time we play this game, you guys just uh, make sure you watch your, you know, make sure you watch some art and some proud family, learn some uh, rapper's name, invest in Nipsey Hussle for a couple of minutes and some other things. Uh, once yes, again, sir, this has yes, been, sir. once again, this has been great with y'all boys. Hurrah! We laughed a lot. We shared a lot. Y'all need to gotta know y'all urban trivia. Anyways, oh man, it's hurting my head. But anyways, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for attending. We got Michael in the building. Wagwan. We got a bull in the building. Hurrah! And it's your boy Justin, the host. Once again, this is the What You're Saying podcast. We're no longer lit, live, and local. Why? Because we need to hear. Because we out. We out. Yeah!